Hey everyone, thanks for joining us here tonight. I'm Steve Solberg and I'm here with the fabulous Nick Galetti. Hello! And your host, your boss babe, the creator of the show, please welcome Barbie! Hey. Oh, I can't even tell you how embarrassed I am right now. You did it. But I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you, Steve. That you don't was great. Blush. You don't blush when you get embarrassed. Do I not? I, I, you don't look red faced to me. I used to, when I would get embarrassed or nervous, my entire chest would like get giant red marks all over it. Oh, it well, maybe you weren't awful. that embarrassed. Different level. Well, I, then I started taking Lexapro and I realized it stopped. And so maybe. <laughs> just Lexapro. Helped. Lexapro. To make you less red. <laughs> Lexapro. <laughs> to keep you from going crazy. Barbie is fully medicated. We love her that way. I use the toner. <laughs> for the same problem. Makes you glow. I have a red, red face sometimes. <laughs> and I do have some makeup on. Mm. Only a little bit. I got all dressed up for you guys. Oh boy. I know. Kind of fancy. All right. We are going to talk about green flags in men and women. So I'm curious to see. I just got all these pretty much off of TikTok and a little bit of just the internet. Should we start with women or men? Uh, you, we can't alternate. I mean, I can. I just have to go back and forth. Well, maybe maybe we should just start with one, huh? Let's start with the women. Women. Okay. Genuinely thankful for when you do something nice like buying dinner. So the way the guy described this was that he was at dinner with some friends and his girlfriend, and he ended up picking up the tab for the table. Mm. And as they were walking out, she kind of pulled him to the side and like looked him in the eye and was like, thank you so much. That was incredibly generous of you. I am so appreciative. And he was like, the fact that she like took me aside, eye contact, made sure that I knew. And I was like, that's actually great. Instead of just being like, hey, thanks. Like making it a point. It wasn't for show. Yeah. I thought that was good. I was like, oh, that's something that I can work on. Green flag. Green flag. Yeah, that's great. Someone who says thank you is huge. Yeah. And not just like, I was like, because I try to always say thank you, but maybe I need to do a much better job. I think it was the one-on-one -on -one thing that's yes. different because people could say, hey, thanks. Mm -hmm. And you're oh, just like, yeah, that was true. a common courtesy, but she made a special attempt. She did. And that's that's a big deal. Yeah. He was like, it just made me feel so appreciated. Yeah. Um, asking more than surface level questions. So he's like, even on a first date, he said he went on a date with a girl and we would ask each other, like I'd ask her a question and she'd ask me the same question back. Like, oh, what, where'd you grow up or blah, blah, blah. She would always follow up with like, well, why? Why is that something you enjoy? How does it make you feel? Does it bring back any memories? And I thought that was really interesting. He's like, she wasn't like going crazy deep, but she was going further than surface level, even just by being like, what what's your favorite part out of this hobby that you love? And I just loved the way the guy was describing it. He just, again, it was the same guy. And he was like, I just felt seen. I felt listened to. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I love that. Same girl. Uh, He didn't say if it was the same girl. Oh, okay. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was. So cool. Just keep her. Um, He said the follow-up text is a big green flag for him. Follow-up text after the date. After the date. Like... Either that night or the next day, thank you so much for dinner. I had a great time. Let's do it again. Blah, 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 blah. But like. Does it have, and it maybe doesn't even necessarily have to do the let's do it again. Not necessarily. I just had this discussion with, my brother was talking to me about mm -hmm. like his sister-in-law who 
is starting to date again. She was like, how important or what's the rules on how long to text after dating mm. or, or maybe even texting when you connect on an app or whatever. Sure. And I was like, I don't know if there's rules, but there, I mean, too much too soon yeah. is uh, I do kind of put, I pump the brakes on yeah. that when they're like, what are you doing? Ugh. What's up? Oh my gosh. Anything but this. I don't <laughs> want to talk with you. Well, but I think the follow-up text though is different because it's, Again, it's almost like the gratitude thing. It's a gratitude thing. And I think it's also a very nice, subtle way of being like, hey, just opening this up again. If you want to ask me out again, here's a like good feeling. Well, and for girls, knowing that is a green flag. Yeah. Either do it if you want to Mm -hmm. or don't do it if you don't want. Yeah. Like if I've had bad dates, I do not do a follow up text. at all, Even to say thank you for dinner or whatever. I'm like, nope, we're not doing that. But I just liked that. I was like, okay. Yeah. Simple. Has a good relationship with her family, especially her father. And Mm. this was on multiple people's list. And I thought that was really interesting. I think good family relationships are good. Yeah. I don't know if I ever really thought about it with respect to the dad. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. You know, because I think about my sister's kids a lot. And their dad is very much, he is a strong man. He's a wonderful father. But... What was it that I heard once that it said dads need to make sure to tell their show their daughter how much they love them because if they don't, someone else will like another Mm. guy will. And but, you know, somebody was asking me about like Bria and Oakley and stuff like, oh, are you guys worried about who they were going to marry? And we're like, no, because they were raised with such a strong dad that they had these like already not even like high standards, but just they knew what they wanted. They knew what they were looking for, what they were going to put up with and what they weren't because of their dad and i was like holy crap that's amazing they both married these amazing guys i i think it's somewhere i think more on the lines of i can see if they have the qualities that would make them good yeah because i know so many people who have who don't have great relationships with both of their parents absolutely but they recognize they're like that's gonna stop here kind of thing and i want to have this you know, great relationship with yep. my family and stuff like that. And and you can tell. Yeah, I've met a lot of people where you can, they've seen it and they go, yeah, mm-hmm. this is what I had. And gosh, I wish it was different. Absolutely. And maybe even they are working to try to change yeah. it. Sometimes the parents might not be as eager to change or whatever. But uh, yeah, but and that's kind of, I don't know, it's harder. to You have to know them for a little longer to Absolutely. be able to see all that layers and details because they might not be like, let me tell you about my baggage yeah. right away, but but yeah. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. something very interesting, though. Good relationship yeah. with their family, or at least doesn't just, like, hate their family. I mean, some people have crappy families. I get it. Yeah. But I think it also depends. Like, I've met people that are like, oh, my family's so toxic. And then they tell us, like, oh, they didn't go to dinner where I wanted. I'm like, oh, right. shut up. Right. Like. Yeah, you can tell when it's like, all right, you're just a Like, one of my special. friends was talk, talking about somebody else we knew and they were complaining about their sisters and oh they're so hard to be around and they're this and my one friend was like oh so they don't know what it's like to drive around north vegas at three o'clock in the morning trying to find your coked out sister after the strip club and trying to she's like you guys don't know what messed up and toxic is she's like i'm sorry they didn't agree with you on something <laughs> and so yeah. not that everybody's problems aren't their problems but toxic's thrown around a lot to- too. Ugh. That word 
drives me bonkers. <laughs> and you know what I found, at least just from my experience, the people that put it out there tend to be the toxic ones. That I go back and I'm like, oh, it's you. <laughs> it's not them. <laughs> it's all you. Has high quality friends. Okay. And I think that's kind of valid because it's true. Sure. You are who you hang out with. Like, I think it's definitely truer when you're younger, like high school, college and stuff. Like if your friends are always out getting drunk, doing stupid stuff. Like as you get older, I think it's a little different. But yeah, if you're hanging out with people that are just nonstop drama and, you know, not that it's a red flag, but it's nice when they don't have crazy friends. Yeah. Yeah. Has good character. She's kind to people that she doesn't have to be kind to. So waitstaff, janitors, someone who's actually like a good person. I thought this was funny. Someone that spends more time at Target than a bar or a club. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. He's I like, I don't know if that's a win. <laughs> I know. I was like, sure I don't green think. Flag. I'm like, yeah. I don't know that most people would, but I'm like, well, I guess in comparison, though, because he's talking about like so many people, it's like, I'm going out with the girls three nights a week and I'm doing this. And he's like, I want the girl that's going to Target four nights a week and sniffing oh, candles yeah. for two hours and like, I still wouldn't put that in the category of a green flag. Yeah. It, it feels like the better of two evils. Sure. Yeah. It was just kind of cute how he said that. But it is, yeah. I mean, it is cute. So this is something else. Not that she doesn't give guys attention, but that she doesn't give guys the same attention that she gives you. So that it's different. And I liked that. I thought that was something, because I am someone who's very friendly with everybody. When I'm not flirting is when people always think I'm flirting. And then when I am flirting, they're like, you're being really weird. And I'm like, oh, sorry. But <laughs> like, I need that's something that I need to work on, especially when I'm dating somebody because I'm so friendly and I want to talk to everybody that I have guys tell me, be like, oh, I thought you were like into the waiter or I thought you were not feeling me because you were talking to these, this other guy hmm. that parked our car or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I need to, I can be friendly with people, but I need to not be giving the same attention to random strangers. I see. Does maybe, that make sense? Maybe when you're flirtatious, you're a little bit more like, this is the game now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're in your head too much. If I... I like you. <laughs> if I consciously like, like someone, I am the weirdest, most awkward person. Yeah. But if I'm not interested in somebody, like when we used to go out and stuff, like I'd see a guy from my friends, I'll go up and talk to that guy. I'll do, yeah, let's have a good time. Here's her number, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. But then people are like, you were totally flirting with him. And I'm like, I wasn't though, but apparently that's a problem. So, yeah. Mm. Um, someone that is true to their word. I liked that. Because yes. I feel like you don't hear that about women as much, maybe. Maybe just because it's assumed. But. Is it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is true to your word showing up on time and that kind of stuff? Or what, what do they mean by that? Many different things. Okay. Yeah. Showing up on time, being where you said that you're going to be. Yeah. Just being true to your word. Okay. Um, expresses her feelings. And I thought this was interesting. He's like, but in a healthy way, like if something's wrong, she will talk to me about it. Or, you know, like things like that, that if she actually, or if she's really excited, that she's excited about stuff and she doesn't feel like she needs to hold back with me. I really liked that. Okay. I was like, okay, I yeah. need to work on that. Celebrates men's successes rather than being threatened by them. And there are some, I actually know quite a few women that would kind of feel that way anymore. Because I feel like anymore the new feminist is just angry. Like they're so angry. <laughs> and they just hate everything about men anymore. And I'm just like, not everything that they do is toxic. Like, 
I don't get it. Anyways. Yeah. But I liked that. Like, celebrate their successes. This is great. Encourage them. I think strong people are, it's easy for them to celebrate other people's Uh successes. That's true. That's true. Because their successes doesn't mean anything from you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Someone who is able to cheer on regardless because they're like, I'm already on a good foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And you being elevated doesn't make my foundation less. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, like for me, I would think this would be a red flag in women is women that can't be happy for other people. Like I have several friends who cannot even go to girls' wedding receptions because they're so jealous and upset that it's not them. Mm. Yeah. Like a lot of people. It's kind of bitter. Like, I had more than one person ask me when Bria got married, and they're like, are you doing okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? And they're like, well, your niece is getting married before you. And I'm like, but she found an amazing person. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> and they just could not even fathom it. They're Were like, you just like, do you understand how happiness works? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, it no. doesn't take any no, away from me. Barbie, you're supposed to be sad <laughs> because I am. I'm sad and angry. (laughs) I mean, it's fine. Like, and I get it. People do have, you know, they need to work through some stuff. But I'm like, maybe look at yourself if you can't be happy for your friends, you know. Honors other people's space. I thought that was really interesting. Because it's like, if I tell you, like, if we're upset or something, it's like, I need an hour. Let me go cool off or whatever. Like, that you honor that. That you're not blowing up their phone. That you're like, no, you have to talk to me right now. Or blow. And I was like... That's actually interesting because that's something I need. I think it's interesting that you went to emotional space Mm. instead of like geographic space. Oh, I think it's because that's how he explained it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was. Well, I don't know. Geographic. Have you ever been to a person or been with a person or around a person and they just don't get that, hey, this isn't your house or, you know, like that's what I meant by geographic space. Oh, yeah. That they just don't understand where they're at and they just are kind of a wrecking ball wherever they're at. Well, and it's kind of funny. Like, I didn't realize this till I kind of was thinking about the majority of my friends. We are not touchy-feely people. We are not people that are like, let's hug and cuddle and braid each other's hair. Like, like, nope, we're not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think Steve and I have maybe hugged like three times in the years we've known each other. But... Yeah, I'm not a huge touchy, I'm just not a... I mean, and it's fine. I don't think about it that much. Yeah. You're... Jill, who's awesome, oh, yeah. is very, and she is vocal about it. And she gives very good hugs. She likes to hug and shout out but to Jill. But she's a massage therapist. Yes. She's into touching. That yeah. doesn't sound and she's right. She's cleansing your aura. <laughs> she's into touching. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the tagline she should use. Yeah, that's right. That depends on the client. Squish me. <laughs> <laughs> but she does, and she makes it fun, at least. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not a very touchy-feely person. And so I need people to be aware of it, that if I'm like, I'm not digging you, touching me. <laughs> like, yeah. And I didn't realize that I wasn't a huge fan of it. I mean, if I'm dating a guy like that, hmm. but we're not like all over each other, like, no, I'm just not that person. Anyways. Of course, if you do see Barbie all over someone, you know she's going to be into that guy. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to be <laughs> great. Deal. No, if I start, if you see me with somebody and I'm making him very uncomfortable, you can be like, she is into that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she acting so weird? Oh, she likes you. She must not like me. No. No. <laughs> that's not what that means. And it's actually the opposite of what's happening. <laughs> Sees value beyond skills and status. 
sees value. So sees value in people regardless of what kind of job they have or what kind of education they have or, you know, if they can give them anything back. Okay. I liked that. I thought that was good. Um, takes ownership for choices in their life, which yes. I think goes men and women. That's actually one of the lessons that Lauren taught me, my dating coach, years ago, was she said one of the top things that you need to be looking for is someone who is accountable. That if you go to them and say, hey, you did this and it made me uncomfortable or this, she said if they get defensive or if they get if they aren't mortified, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did that. She's like, get away from them. That's not the person that you want. But she's like, if you, and that's a big thing for me. Like, I'll listen to guys and girls and they're like telling me about their life and, oh, all these things. And no, only horrible things happen to me. And, you know, they're telling me these stories. I'm like, you have made nothing but horrible decisions your entire life. <laughs> and so it's like, be accountable. That's OK. You can stop and be like, I've made some dumb choices. Mm -hmm. Like, I always joke, I am the dumbass of the family. Uh, that's how I learn. I make bad choices over and over again, <laughs> but it's okay. So this is interesting. It's a green flag if she's been single for at least six months. He said, to me, that shows she's comfortable being alone and doesn't jump from relationship to relationship. Because I do know some mm. girls that were single for like a day and then they're right into another relationship and into another relationship because there's like always a guy waiting to want to be with them. Six months. I mean, he just kind of threw out six months, but... That's fair. I mean, I thought it I was mean, a not a bad rule of thumb. I think I like the sentiment behind it. Yeah. More of she doesn't have to be with someone. She's comfortable with herself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oof, then I am just amazing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, okay. So now we're going to switch over to men. Did you have any other thoughts green about- Green flags? Yeah. Any other thoughts about green flags and women? Mm. Um, super hot. She's super hot. So hot. <laughs> super hot, dude. Uh, I think, gosh. She looks good in a tank top. That's right. So hot. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, all those things were great. Yeah. I like, yeah, I think I like it when they can laugh at stuff. Yeah, you like somebody with a good sense of humor. and that, But not necessarily has to, um, I don't know. what What is it? I like that they, like that you can play. You can play with them. Of, yeah. 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 And, but uh, they don't have to be like a dude. No. Where you like, where they're quoting Anchorman to me, you know? Yeah. But I love Anchorman. I mean, I love Anchorman too. Don't you but... dare. I'm like, I quote Anchorman yeah. all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So do I. <laughs> it's appropriate. <laughs> but like, if like that's, I don't yeah. Know. You don't need to. I, I want her sense of humor to be wider. She doesn't need to be your bro. More wide than yeah. just Anchorman. Yeah. I mean, and for me, you guys know, I do not like goofy guys. I hate it. They make me angry. I don't like it. But I also realized is because I have always been around people that they always have to be the center of attention. Or they always have to make a joke and they always, and it's like, I'm trying to actually talk to you or you're not picking up on the signals that I'm giving you. I am very clearly not enjoying this. And I, I saw somebody, so I've been watching a ton of these psychiatrists have talked about it, wedding planners, that it's the big thing is like smashing the cake in the face at the oh, wedding. yes. Especially if she has specifically told you beforehand, we're not oh, going to yeah. do Wasn't that. Wasn't there a couple that... Oh, my gosh. They got oh, yeah. married and then got divorced because he smashed and really? she said, don't I will smash tell you right now, wow. if I talked to him beforehand and said, this is incredibly important to me, do not smash this cake in my face. The dress is very important, the makeup, and if he did it, I would annul that wedding the next day. And wow. you think I'm kidding, but I would. 
And the reason a psychiatrist talked about, they said, if they do not have respect for a boundary, a simple one that you put in place then because they want to get the laugh and make a joke in front of your family on the biggest day of your life, run. And I was like, yeah, I would honestly, I know it sounds silly. I would 100% annul that wedding. I think it makes sense. I mean, it seems extreme, but at the same time, it's like, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. You didn't listen. Yeah. Like, and if she has talked to you about it, this is very important. Please agree that you're not going to do this and you do it anyways. Nope. We're done. Yeah. Heidi asked me not to. Yeah. And thanked me afterwards for not doing it. That's right. Oh. Because you are a nice, respectful Green man. flag. That's Green right. Flag. How's it going? <laughs> Do you like that? Do you think you guys it's are gonna going like okay. stay together? <laughs> it's going all right. Um, okay, so green flags and guys. I really like this because you know it's a big deal for me. He has a sense of urgency to pursue you. He knows he wants you and is going to take the necessary actions to make it happen. That is a big deal for me. It's why I don't ask guys out anymore because whenever I pursue, it's because they're not interested. And it's like, yeah, I want to. That's a high quality man right there. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked this, too. He's very action oriented, not just in love, but in every area of his life. He doesn't just talk. He executes. So something with me is I tend to date guys who can say all the right things. Oh, I have all these plans. This is what I'm going to do. And it's so easy to just be like, he is so great. But so many of them, it's all just talk. Like, they don't ever actually follow through. They're not actually doing these things. They just talk like they're going to. And so it's like, yeah, I need you to actually do, do some those stuff. Things. Yeah. How do you end up? I guess you just have to know them for a while. You know, but I don't even know that. So, like, one of my friends dated for two years this guy in high school. They both went on missions. They wrote each other letters. They dated for another year after they got back and got married. She's like, as soon as we live together immediately was clear it was not going to work out. He was always like, no, I'm going to, I'll go get a job. Wouldn't go get a job. Oh no, I'm going to sign up for school. Never signed up for school. Oh no, I'm going to go buy this laptop and do this stuff. Never would do it. What was he doing? He was playing video games. And the thing was, I was like, well, was he always that way? She's like, no, I don't even remember him ever playing video games. Wow. But like as soon as they were married and they dated for years. And so it's like, what? She's like, She's all, not that I'm saying you should live with each other. She's like, we obviously didn't have sex, but she's like, I wish we had lived together for a little bit before we got married because I never would have married that man. But mm. and now she's married to a wonderful man. Anyways, confident. Of course, that's always a good one. He always initiates contact. I thought that was really good too. Not that you can't say a text like, hey, thinking about you or, oh my gosh, I saw this and it made me laugh or whatever. But it's true. Like, if he continues to pursue you, that's basically the way it needs to be. You know, you see kind of these sad videos on TikTok and stuff, and it's like, they're all, okay, we're waiting to see when he texts me first. And it's like 8 a.m., 9 a.m., da-da-da, and like goes on to the next day, and he hasn't texted and stuff. And it's like, he's not that into you. Yeah, I was going to say, it's that book. Yeah, and that uh, book is valid. Yeah, it's straight shooting. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's like, if he's not initiating contact, if he is not pursuing you, it's right there. Like, it's okay to just let him go. He leads. I thought that was really interesting. I really think it's attractive when guys lead without making a show of it or even realizing they're doing it. So, like, one of the things about my friend's new boyfriend is she was telling me that he would come visit her at work and he would walk her to her car, which is only like 15 feet away. 
he would walk her to his car and he would watch her car like wait until she got out on the main road to make sure she was safe. And she's like, it's just a little thing that he does. He doesn't say anything about it. And it's just it makes me feel so safe where her ex-boyfriend wouldn't even make sure she got home. Okay, he was just like, bye. Okay, see you later. So just those little things that make us feel safe. That's a big deal. Mm. Well, this was interesting. He isn't intimidated by your power and feminine embodiment. Interesting. I know. I don't know how I feel about that one. I mean, that's yeah. fine. I think sometimes women like to say that mm-hmm. line a lot. And it's because, like, it's an easy out sometimes, yeah. I think, to be yeah. like, he's just intimidated he's by intimidated. my feminine power. And it's like, <laughs> or he's not that into you. Yeah. But, but that's cool, too, that maybe maybe it's your feminine power. <laughs> <laughs> Beside the fact that that is absolutely what we're attracted to. Yeah. That's what I'm going to start doing when guys don't match with me on the apps. I'm just going to be like, he's intimidated by my feminine power. Uh, That's all it is. Um, He has active goals that he is striving to reach. He prioritizes his health. He's direct and honest. I liked that because there's a big difference between like it was a psychiatrist or a therapist talking about like, what is it? Brutally blunt. No, where does it when they say it? Painfully Hmm. honest. Do you know that saying? I don't. Anyways, uh, it's when you're honest, but you're kind of a jerk about it. But you're like, I'm just being honest. I'm just doing it. It's like, oh, you yeah, do not yeah. have to do that. Like Anytime people say that I'm just, it's yeah. like, uh, No. That you can be direct and honest about something without being a complete douchebag about see, it. See, I think the honest thing goes both ways, though. Like, Absolutely. I mean, you can tell that someone's dancing around it, though. That's yeah. the thing that I have a problem with. When they're kind of like, well, mm-hmm. and then they're calculating some political answer. Oh, and yeah. And you're just like, just say it. I'm yeah. not too. Yeah. So to me, I think that there is a, there's kind of that middle ground. You're not sure. so political that it's not really honest anymore, mm. but you're not just being a jerk about it either. You know, and I think it's also different with the way men and women think. Because men are much more direct and honest because that's how they work. And we're worried about hurting feelings and those things because that's how our brains work. So guys I know are like, I just wish you'd be more direct with me. And we're like, but I'm factoring in all these things of trying to make sure you're not hurt or that you're not feeling this way. And they're like, just tell me. Like, it's fine. So I'm very bad about that. I need to work on that. I don't know if I agree with this one. He values a woman's mind and personality over her physical appearance. To me, I think maybe equally. So because, here's why I would say that that's probably phrased the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And I hear this from other people. Yeah. My looks could fade. Yeah. They will fade or whatever. And I want to know that there's still something there. So I'd sure. rather it be more that you like my personality than my looks. Yeah. Equal sounds nice on paper. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I think most women that see makes the sense. safety in. Yeah. That he likes me more than my physical. That's true. That is true. That's how it's been explained to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I know that men are very visual. Like, I get it. They need to be attracted. Like, those are things that are really important. But I'm like, but they also have to like your personality. Like, those are. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, and a lot of guys, though, are like, eh, we've been married for 30 years. We both gained 50 pounds. We still think each other are hot. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This was another one that I kind of rolled my eyes at. He values and appreciates a woman's presence and energy. More footwork. More energy. (laughs) More energy. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I think the presence thing is actually kind of curious. Okay. Because I do. Yeah. Like if we've talked about this before, if if someone's constantly somewhere else. Yeah. Then you don't feel important. True. You don't feel like they want to be with you. Yeah. Everybody wants to be desired. Sure. Right. Not just, all right, it's this annoying thing off to the side. Yeah. Here. So I think being present, if that's what they mean by that. They're saying uh, a woman's presence. So like having her there. Yeah. Yeah. So being so in the room. Being in the room, but yeah. also being mentally part of what's happening sure. too. Not checked out. Yeah. Which I know is like hard for me because a lot of times my friends are like, I'm trying to talk to you and you're on your phone. And I'm like, being on my phone helps me be able to listen to you. And it's so hard to describe because if I'm not and I put my phone down and I'm just looking at them, my brain's like, do, 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 do. It's just not even paying attention to what you're saying. Hmm. That's the ADHD. It is. It's really fun. He's stable and mature. Meh. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's what we want. He's emotionally available and also emotionally intelligent. Okay. Emotionally available, like, because you hear that, I think, thrown around a lot. Of, like, he is emotionally unavailable. Yeah. Those are kind of guys that just want to hook up or friends with benefits. and. But that's part of being vulnerable, right? I think so. And present. I feel like being president, uh, being, pre- <laughs> <laughs> being president is to be emotionally available. Green flag. <laughs> He's the president. He's the president. Of... <laughs> The book club. That's right. It doesn't have to be anything <laughs> the HOA. crazy. I liked this one. He makes decisions with his future in mind. I liked that. Okay. It's like thinking about long-term things. Is it a, is it a green flag or a red flag green. if he's a brony? Oh. If he's a what? A brony? A brony? Oh. You know what a brony yeah, is? I'd rather die. I do. I I'd wish rather I die. <laughs> Absolutely not. These guys who dress up as tiny horses. Or <sighs> they're, they're in the Muscle Pony. Big fans they're just of my really pony. in But sometimes uh, they put hoofs on their hands. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Barney's not into that. Obviously. <laughs> More energy. More energy. Yeah. <laughs> Clopping around. Sounds oh great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and then he never leaves you guessing his intentions with you and the relationship. Okay. I read something once that was like, if he's not interested in you, you will constantly be questioning things. But if he is sure about you, like you will not have any doubt in your mind. I was like, oh, I like that. Okay, so then there's kind of funny ones. This one girl, she's like, these are my obscure green flags. She's like, if he if he participated in an obscure sport in high school, track, golf, ultimate frisbee, anything like that, something that's not the classic. Why is track obscure? I know. I was laughing at that. I was track. like, I put it on there. I was like, because she specifically said that. And I'm like, well, Steve's going to have something to say about that one. One of those <laughs> weird, crazy track guys. It's not weird, but it's just not your basic It's not football, football basketball, yeah. baseball. So you're saying yeah. that's a green flag? It's a green flag. She said it was a green flag. I mean, she's right. But I wish track wasn't absurd. I'm <laughs> like, the Olympics. <laughs> the other part where she goes, bonus points, like if it was something really obscure like cross country. <laughs> No, yes, shut did. up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Steve. Bonus points if it's really obscure. Like, super kind of nerdy. It's kind of like one of those weird nerdy cross-country guys. Hot. Do you ever watch The Middle? I get it, though. Yeah. I get it. It's funny when I see people who yeah. have sweatshirts that'll say, like, cross-country, and I, I know they bought it at a store, and I'm like, oh, people think that's so, they're like, they think it's like crew. Uh-huh. 
Look how cool I am. Like, oh, cross country. I go run in the woods like, for four no, hours. Rowing a boat is more obscure. <laughs> but I guess that's cool. I don't know that show, though. What show? Oh, The Middle. It's Mm-mm. very funny. You should watch it. And their daughter is in high school, and she tries out for everything, like, and she never gets into anything. And so she makes it on the cross-country team because it's a no-cut. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, you guys, I really want you there to cheer me on at the race and stuff. And so she, the family goes, and they're like... And they're off. And they disappear into the woods and they're like, okay, they'll be back in two hours. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, we're supposed to stay here for two hours. We don't even see them. They're like, nope. (laughs) Nope. Have fun. Have fun. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, that was a good one. Um, I thought this was interesting. If they have less than 500 Instagram followers, and I said bonus points if he doesn't have social media at all. Okay. I think there's a reasonable amount of Absolutely. people that they could have on social oh, media. Yeah. Like, for me, I just love a guy that's like, I don't even care. <laughs> I'm like, great, because I have to use it for work and stuff. But even I've been taking a big step back. It'd be nice to not care. I know. But, but with uh, our jobs, like, it's different. You ultimately kind of have to. Yeah. I, yeah, I need to care a lot more. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> when you're when you're public figure, your presence mm-hmm. kind of demands it. Yep. I don't know that having 500 or less would actually be an attractive thing. Um, Would it? Well, it's kind of nice because the people that tend to have a ton of followers like that kind of just tend to be like, oh, I'm going partying. Here's me with the, at the gym without a shirt on and blah, blah, blah. Like, I still think it has to do with their relationship to social media, not some number. Yeah. And the reason I say that is for me, I have, I think it's probably like 1200 people on Facebook yeah. But I, at least a third of them are just people that followed me because oh, sure. of my podcast stuff that I yeah. used to do. And I don't, I don't really know them. Yeah. And I don't sit, I don't spend any time posting on Facebook. No. So I think there's. It's more of an Instagram thing, not a Facebook thing. Facebook okay. is for us old people. Yeah, fair enough. But... Um, Instagram's mm. different because it's all visual, okay. like photos and stuff. And those do tend to be different. I think the relationship to social media is a big deal. Yeah, that's a good, that's a big one. Yeah. She was like, she's all, I love a nerd. She says, I love a guy that had double majors or an advanced degree. She said, I want someone who went to college with a plan, not just to get a basic degree and join a frat. <laughs> like, I can see that. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I've seen a lot a of nerds planner. without degrees, though. You've seen what? A lot of nerds without oh, degrees. Absolutely. So absolutely, she was more talking about like biology and da 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 da. Mm. Like, um, this was one of my favorites. She says his hair game just isn't there yet. She said that's a good thing because <laughs> uh, okay. she's like, we can help him with that. So then there was this other thing on TikTok talking about the girlfriend effect, and it was these guys of like showing pictures before they met their girlfriend or she showing pictures of him, and like whatever, like totally not even noticeable, and then they're like after two years with me and like their hair is better, their clothes are better, everything. It's like, oh, the girlfriend effect. Yeah, it's very real. So hmm. she's like, it's good if his hair game just isn't right. Isn't quite right. Um, she said, it's good if they don't know how to talk to girls at bars or parties. She said, that's such a green flag because you know that they're not like going every weekend, taking somebody home. Hmm. He's more like, can we go home and watch Star Wars? Like, can we hang out? See, I, I got to think that it's okay to talk to them it's flirting, oh yeah right but yeah it's not like picking up girls yeah. and yeah it's funny that has it feels like that is the new like 
hot guy, whereas like when we were kids in movies, yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe it, that yeah. has always been the thing. Maybe we have always cheered for the underdog a little bit. But no, nerds are the new like kind of like not hot guy, but girls are so much more open to it because they're like, oh, he's not out of the clubs every weekend. He's in the basement putting together his, you know, Star Wars. See, I think that's funny to me. Like, not to, I mean, Steve's point, it seemed like when we were growing up, girls didn't talk to those guys. Girls right. wanted the jock. They wanted the... But it's different from high school to your 20s and 30s. I get it. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying what we what, what we grew sure. up with was kind of the model of that wasn't the guy that girls mm -hmm. were looking for. And to a certain extent, I would also say that it almost feels a little bit like I still I don't I obviously I'm not, it's not my scene but I don't know how many girls are really still attracted to the guy that isn't talking to other girls. So when she's saying not talking, she's not saying he's a mute like over there in the corner. But he's not flirting with. Yeah, them. he's not suave. Yeah, there's a balance, right? Yeah, it's, it's I think there, the guy who's present. Yes, like, that was said that that's a green flag and attractive. So there is some sort of. I think they're like, it's like we like to see some uh -huh. some faults and the some cracks to be like, ah, he's not perfect. Well, it makes him human. And I think she also but, was talking about like he doesn't know how to do this at bars and clubs because that's not his scene. That's not where he wants to be. Yeah, yeah. But I, if I'm going to go ahead and call BS on this one a little <laughs> bit because it's really because you just are worried about them going somewhere else. That's what it feels like to me that they have a choice that they'll that they have the option to go somewhere else easily. No, I don't think that's it. I okay, it doesn't sound like it's it. It's not me. that it's not an option, it's that they choose not to. Maybe that's the way like that's not a priority for them. Okay. That's just me. The fact that she she specified like at bars and stuff like yeah. that that does tell. That's better to be like, oh yeah, that she's She's not just saying, he doesn't know how to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind, like, the bar and the drinking scene is a whole different scene. It it's is. hookup culture. It's all of that. So when she's saying, like, that's just not him. Why great. doesn't she just admit it? I like a guy with a touch of the tism. <laughs> just a little bit. Because <laughs> he can't go anywhere. <laughs> You're with me, buddy. You just want to talk about trains all day. <laughs> trains. Keep doing it. <laughs> trains and Star Wars. That's right. A touch of the tism. Wow. So I know the love languages are kind of cheesy. Yes. But it says he knows about love languages and knows how he wants to be loved. And I thought that was interesting. Instead of being like, he knows what mine is. It's like, he understands his. I'm like, that's not actually something you think about that often, I don't think. I think it's always put in, he needs to know mine. But he's like, no, this is how I know I need to be loved. I don't know. I liked that. I think that goes to a little bit of the emotional maturity thing. Sure. Has a good relationship with his mom and sisters, or sisters. And again, it doesn't have to be a perfect relationship, but it is right. always, and not saying it's a red flag if they don't, but it is a green flag if they do. Okay. I liked this one. Is your personal cheerleader... I need somebody who's going to be a cheerleader. Like, words of affirmation, hands down. That's my love language. And it does. It turns my brain on. It's what I need. Like, tell me I'm doing a good job. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, my gosh. I can do this. And I need somebody that's going to be my cheerleader. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Who is the number one? 
B A R B. How do you spell Barbie? Give me a B. What just happened? I started to spell banana. Why do they always spell banana? me tonight oh my gosh next time i need encouragement i'm gonna call you and be like cheer for me and bananas <laughs> ready <laughs> ready go b-a-n-a-n-a-s yeah that's it why why <laughs> sounds like barbie bananas <laughs> and barbie <laughs> are full of potassium keep going let's go there you go there's your, there's your green flag stefani song so that's yes Oh, okay. Holla back, girl. Yeah. Yeah. This I like too. Always will have my back and support me. But if there is something he doesn't agree with, he will talk to me about it, but in private. Okay. I liked that because it is about a trust thing. Like we do need to be able to trust and feel safe. Like when we say feel safe, it is not about physical danger, but we need to feel safe that we have a support system, that we have this. And having somebody you're with call you out like in front of your friends and be like, you're so dumb. That's not it. Da, 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 da. Or you're upset about this. You're acting crazy. That doesn't make us feel safe and it makes us like... I get it. Yeah. So I liked that. But I liked that it's like he can talk to you about it but in private. That he makes a point to do it in private. I liked that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I put this on here that he likes cats. If you like cats, that is such a green flag for me. <laughs> you put that on there. Yep. Heidi mentioned that earlier today. Really? <laughs> we were talking about green flags and red yeah. flags. And the liking cats thing did come up. Yeah. Wow. Because guys that comes up more than Rome. <laughs> it does. It's uh, that's they like cats cool. there too. But like uh. guys that like cats, you don't have to be like, yeah, only cats. It doesn't mean they don't like dogs, but they're just like, yeah, cats are cool. Like I like animals. So. I think for her it was mm. that, and maybe I, I don't want to misquote her, so I could yeah. be wrong on this. But I think I remember her saying that if you get love and affection from a cat it's because you've earned it that is correct whereas with a dog it feels like it's just they're they're a groupie they're yep. just following you around yep. and, and loving you so i think that was part of what she was saying is that getting love from a cat you earned it you shows that you can earn it absolutely that's a big deal yeah oh. I, like the fact know. that yeah. omelet cool. loves you like she was in here telling us a story about omelet and how, like, he loves Nick. And you can see in her face, she's like, she loves that Omelet loves you. Yeah. It's so cute. Like, she's like, yeah, that's right. He loves Nick. It has not hurt the in the points category. Nope. It's been nice. I'm telling you, guys that like cats tend to just be so chill. Just chill. Like, just don't actively try to kill my cat or kick them or, like, stop. <laughs> like, omelet runs in front of your legs oh, a lot. Yeah, they cats all do, that. do that. And I was like, do you want to be kicked? I don't I understand. I have never understood you have other it. Options. Why do they do that? I don't know. <laughs> and then if you like, oh, you kicked me in the head. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. And then sometimes I'll look at you like, watch where you're going. What's <laughs> wrong you see with you? Me dart in front of you <laughs> half a second ago. <laughs> okay, the last one, and I love this one. It is a green flag if the team he supports, whether it's basketball, football, that he's supported his entire life, if they suck. Because he has stuck with them and still roots for them. And so that means he's going to be very, she thinks it means they're going to be very loyal in life. That, hey, things got rough, whatever. I still love you. We're together. Because you're still voting for the Dallas Cowboys. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> Go <Just> Mariners. Little... <laughs> yeah, they haven't been good for a long time. Are you really they? a Mariners fan? Yeah. He's okay. from Seattle. Well, yeah, but it doesn't mean yeah. you have to like the team. 
I used to work at the ball game. You did? Yeah. Were you selling peanuts and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I nice. was. Really? I would go up and down the aisle and nice. I would sell uh, whatever, you know, hot dogs, we had. peanuts, yeah. cracker jacks. I didn't that. know that. Get your ice cold lemonade. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you still got say, it, man. We got ice cold lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> Never yell the price. No. Just no. say, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look. That is. Yeah, a I would very carry it on my head. Head. We did that at the I nice. touched every step. How old were you? Uh it was college. <laughs> okay. College age. Yeah. Okay. That's a big field too. It uh, that's how I stayed in shape <laughs> doing those crap. obscure sports like cross country. <laughs> 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 Running the stairs at Safeco Field. Oh my gosh. Dude, you know that that's actually probably a really nice way to get used to being in front of crowds too. Yeah, because yeah. you're kind of having to grab their attention away from the game that they paid to go see. Yeah, That's true. you gotta be. It would. There was a bit of show to it. Yeah, yeah. if you could balance it on your head well, mm-hmm. people kind of would get distracted and look at you. Absolutely. And you. The, the trick is rate. put a sponge under your hat. Oh, it makes your head flat. <laughs> Are you being serious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have 32 lemonades on a tray and a sponge under my hat. And I would balance it. Wait, would you like, touch it at the same time? Uh, when I'm running when down you're the running. steps, I got my hand on it. But not always. Really? Uh, it, uh, 32 <laughs> lemonades, I got a hand on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, when I was down to like 20 or something like that, I could take my hands off and wow. do a change and all the stuff. But the sponge really, really? makes your head a lot flatter than you would think. That is so interesting. Yeah, huh. it was a funny little... See, we love the True. Padre games and those guys that would do the peanuts. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that whole thing. Yeah. They would do the, they'd grab it from the side and they'd launch it. Yes. <laughs> and you're just like, how am I supposed to pay for this? You're like 20 feet away. And yeah. they would throw it at you and they're great. They, they had nail great, it. Yeah. Aim every time. There's a guy, there was a guy when I was a kid who was famous for that. Okay. And, and I got to work when he worked. When he passed away, it was in the Seattle Times. Oh, like, wow. It was like, hey, the peanut guy yeah. is oh, wow. gone. And, I mean, he was legendary. And yeah. he would do behind-the-back throws. Yeah. And it was like, wow. I think he would do, to get the cash, he would throw you like a tennis ball. And then you could put Stuff your... Stuff it inside? Yeah, and they oh. throw it back to Oh, him. that's That's genius. actually brilliant. Yeah, we would just pass well. it down the line. A lot of times that's what they would do, too. Okay. And that's... Something that they would do on purpose because that's how you would get tips. Because oh. they always would have the price be seventy five or twenty five or something like that. Because nobody wants that. Never quarter have or whatever. and not yeah. Don't charge five dollars for whatever. Yeah. Because then you lose all the tips. So oh, it's like four seventy five or four twenty five. So the people that the they send set the price. This has nothing to do with dating. No, <laughs> no, but I think this is very interesting. The the, the company would do that, and oh, okay. and then you get the tips. Yeah, but yeah, the company very much on purpose never priced anything. So when I did it, and this is you know I was in college, so we sold cotton candy at I think three twenty five. Lemonade was three seventy five. Frozen lemonade was four seventy five. Mm-hmm. Really. Um. Snow cone was three twenty five, okay. maybe three fifty. That's or so like that. smart, though. Yeah, and and we would get. I mean, I I remember I would make around if I was fast. My fastest night 
I made $60 an hour. Dang. Wow. And, you know, that that's was, really good. You know, so, like 15 years ago now. I mean, yes. that was yeah. great money. Yeah. Maybe more than that. Yeah, it was maybe almost 20 years ago. So <laughs> it was like great money. Wow. And uh, yeah, I made as much money working at the ball game as I did working at uh, the physical therapy clinic. Really? <laughs> and uh, yeah. Wow. Good money. Man. That was actually so interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed that because I'm like, I didn't know that about Steve. Yeah, and still cheer for the Mariners. There you go. Even after they... Because he's loyal. <laughs> I'll be a Rockies fan forever. Yeah. Laker forever. fan. Ever. What is it? Lakers. Oh, gross. I know, but I'm still a fan. I know. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I hate the Lakers so much. Oh, people do. Well, I, I know. It. It's because I'm from Denver, but... It's got to be feel good to have a team that wins and stuff. That's great. <laughs> do, do you feel conflicted since we live in Utah Jazz country? Not in the slightest. Not even a wow. little bit. Not even a little bit. Do you go to the games dressed up? No, but when I first moved here, I did. Mm. And I told my friends, all right, now that I'm here, I'll root for the Jazz unless they're playing for the Lakers. Yeah. Okay. That happened That's for nice. half a season, and I couldn't do it. Yep. I it just, just couldn't find it in me. To root for anybody else. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was like, this is fake. I yeah. Don't care. This is like, I'm trying too hard. It doesn't feel real. I thought you were going to say, like, that you would get hate from fans to be. Nah. Oh, I, I went to a Laker jazz game when Kobe was playing, and I almost lost friends that night. Because <laughs> wow. in the stands, Kobe hit a three pointer at the buzzer to win the game. Oh and I gosh. turned and looked at him, and I was like, yes. <laughs> and they were like, giving me the death stare, like, I hate you. I don't even want to walk home anywhere near you. This you're just gonna have to get your own ride. They were mad. Wow. And and I was like, boy, I don't think I could do that anymore. And I can't keep my mouth shut. Yeah. I, I mean, at a game, I'm into it. My kids are like, Dad's watching a game. We're gonna go outside. <laughs> I mean, now that we got the studio here, I'll watch games out here so they yeah. don't have to hear me screaming at the refs. But I am yep. I am a Laker fan. Nuggets. It's funny. Yep. Heidi is a fan of of the visiting team. Always. Always. No. Except Why? for maybe the Lakers because she just loves to kind of be in people's She's faces. She's an agitator. Yeah. So she's a little <laughs> bit of an agitator. And I it's funny because we were watching a game, I think it was the Suns, Phoenix Suns against the Jazz. And the Jazz were getting their clocks cleaned. And yeah. so everybody had left and it was really, really empty. One of the Phoenix Suns players was at the free throw line, shot a free throw and made it. And Heidi just, whoa, just <laughs> screamed it. And it echoed. And everybody turned and looked like, what was that? Why is And this? she loved it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she she is a loud cheerer. And let me tell you, when I was playing softball when we first got married, here's a green flag. Okay. When when your biggest fan is who you're, you're dating or yep. you're married to, that is a major green flag. Absolutely. And, and she, we would play softball or whatever with the company party, that was a major green flag for me when she was the only wife Aww. that came to the game and she sat there the whole time, yeah. no matter how cold it was or whatever, and she cheered so loud, Aww. obnoxiously loud, and it was just like, yep, that's, that's my, my wife. wife. Yep. That's my wife. If your spouse is your biggest fan, that's a that's a pretty good green flag. The way it yeah. should be. All right, we'll end it there. I hope you guys enjoyed our little sidetrack story, our little <laughs> yes. side quest. I liked that. <laughs> All right, you guys, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.